welcome to Random Gaming Toolkits Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Yep, doing all right. Um, what have you been playing within the last week or so? Well, um, uh, Star Wars uh, Fallen Order uh, came out on a big sale. It was only thirty bucks here in the U.S., so I promised myself that if it got down that low, I would buy it, and I did. Okay. And I gotta tell you, the game is bullshit. It is complete and total bullshit. What, what do you mean? Well, with a AAA title, and especially with that important of an IP and that big of a studio behind the IP, textures not loading is something that is completely unforgivable for me. And it is a constant thing. Especially with a game that's been out as long as it's had, and this could have and should have been patched. I'm not talking just like gameplay, like a random texture will not load or reload. I'm talking about like like story cutscenes won't have all the textures load. Like you get the ways to customize your character with like different skins and stuff. And if you change your skin, the textures will unload. And then a couple minutes later, they'll reload. And the graphics are pretty janky. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've died because I tried to dodge. And I just got stuck on top of a mountain, but that still doesn't prevent the enemies from smacking you to death. Or the what's really, really fun in a gameplay is when you have to slide down an ice slide and you have to make a jump because that apparently is a thing that exists in the world. And you jump and go flying off in a random direction. Oh. Or you jump and you have to grab a rope and then you immediately disconnect from the rope. Or you miss by half a pixel and just go flying to your death. That's super, super fun. Wow. It sounds like you got kind yeah, of a I, broken version of the game there. I don't know, because this game has not came out yesterday. This game has not been out for a week or two weeks. This game has been out for a long time. So this is how the game plays. Um, the story, I'm still kind of invested in. I'm still a little bit curious on as to where they're going with it. Uh, the voice acting is top-notch. I can't knock it on that. Okay. Uh, it's definitely Dark Souls in the sense that you die a lot, but in Dark Souls you die because you suck at the game. I'm just dying because you know that texture didn't load in, and so I didn't see that rock there. So when I'm sliding down this, uh, I slide for the 57th time in a row. I go zinging off in a random direction and miss the rope. I'm not even joking. I, I actually got so rage quitty I started punching my couch, oh. and that is a that is an actual thing. Wow. I punched my couch. I was so mad. Hmm. Sounds a bit like FIFA when you try to pass in one direction and you pass in another direction. Yep. Uh, which which happens a few times. Actually happened to me today. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, th- yeah, sounds like you got a kind of broken version of the game. I mean, there, there's a few, I had a few like issues with the game and stuff, but nothing on like the level that you're describing. I'm Because I got the game, I can't remember if it was on launch day, but around around the time of of launch uh there was a few things out around that time as well um i don't know uh i mean like maybe like check for i, I mean i assume it's installed to the the newest patch i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't have thought like you know if you go and buy a fully released game like that like you said because this, this game has been out since what november at something? least yeah i would have thought that okay even if it's digital or or a uh physical purchase like with a disc that you would have the normal uh, the, the the latest version installed so obviously if if there was a situation where like the, the a patch had not installed properly but it should have done that so i'm not sure what to uh really suggest um 
one suggests that I don't know, maybe delete the game and reinstall it, or I, I'm 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 not really sure. But uh... Uh, I'm almost at that point. I'm gonna give it a couple more tries, see if the texture thing clears itself out. You know, do the whole check for updates thing. But yeah, I mean, very early on, I was getting very very frustrated with it. So yeah, um, yeah, it kind of to me, it kind of sounds like maybe you need to just delete the game and reinstall it or something. Um, yeah, but, I'm not sure. but uh, outside of that, I finally finished up the uh, the latest uh, target special target for the season two for Warlords of New York for uh, uh, Division Two, and just get a little zombie killing in and state of decay since we are in the apocalypse. Cool, nice. So those two things, good. Mhm. Cool, nice. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, I played and finished, of course, Resident Evil Three, the remake. Uh, my reviews on the website entertainmenttalk.org uh, gave it a skip rating for various different reasons. Uh, the reasons of which I explain in said podcast. So if you want to know, uh, I'm not going to repeat myself here. Uh, you know, if you want to go and find out why I it kind kind of didn't enjoy it. It's not. I'm not like okay, I hate this game or whatever. But just gave it a, a general kind of skip rating. But there's different things around that I suppose because uh, that's of course part of the new formula that I'm trying uh, for TV, video games and film reviews uh, is, is a skip or don't skip kind of uh, general consensus um, but review is out there of course I've finished uh, the game and all that and um, it, it's short and sweet still uh, it's it's still got that going for it and uh, I am invested in what they're going to do next but I feel like this was a slight misstep um, not as not as is in like okay the 2 remake was awesome and this is really awful like the the two remake was really really great and this is just good uh i suppose um but i i am interested to see okay are they gonna are they gonna do code veronica next resident evil 4 or is resident evil 8 gonna come out um so I, i'm interested to see what they're gonna what they're gonna do there um other things i've got uh do you remember a game called vanquish mm-hmm. from uh platinum games they also did um bayonetta uh, they recently, I'm not, I'm not, I can't really tell if it's at the moment, uh, I think it's like a ported version. Um, you can basically get a double pack with Vanquish and Bayonetta. I'm not going to play Bayonetta because I have no interest in, in doing so. Um, although maybe I could try it, who knows. Because uh, I got the, the version of that from Boomerang, of course. And uh, I've only played really 10 minutes of Vanquish. It's a good game, it's really, really fluid, the, the, the gameplay and the combat and that. Graphics, not all quite there, but, you know, it is a it is a PS3 game. Uh, this is the PS4 version, but I think it's basically ported, because I have played this game before uh, on 360 and on PS3, I just never finished it either time. Um, but I think it's pretty, it's pretty much the same graphics and the same looking game, which uh, is is okay and all that, but uh, it seems pretty fluid so far, a pretty good kind of action game. Um, and uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, the other stuff, of course, Call of Duty uh, Season 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 3 is available today. Uh, no, I have not installed it yet because it is very big, uh, and like I have to keep doing with these, this isn't like, you know, something's wrong with the game and I've got to update it. This is, okay, a new season is available, and I've obviously got to update it. Um, yeah, that obviously usually requires uh, a fair bit of time and that, so probably, hopefully, playing that tomorrow, possibly later today. I don't know. So in terms of, like, the new maps, new guns, can't give any impressions because I haven't done any of that sort of stuff. Um, I, I don't know if you'll remember... There was a new map that was added, like, a couple of weeks ago. Did I talk about that on the podcast? I think, yeah. I think, yeah, it, it's one where it's like you, you're at street level, um... 
And I said, I remember saying, because I remember talking about it on Geek Town. I can't remember for life of me if uh, if I talked about it on this podcast or not. Um, but it's basically this. Uh, I I really quite like it. I'm getting used to. This is a map from season two, not from season three. Candor uh, Hideout or something like that. It's called. I think I mentioned it last week, but I just can't remember because I do so many of these things now. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good map. I'm getting really used to it. Like I mean, because I didn't even, the map was kind of stealth dropped in a way, and the game updated, and I just ended up being on that map. Um, and it's just one of them things where like, okay, there's lots of doors and corners and windows, and you got to just work out where everything kind of is uh, and where people like to go on the map and that sort of stuff. But uh, I've gotten quite used to it. I've played on it probably about six times now, and uh, it's quite good. But um, yeah, like I said, I had no idea what's in season three. Uh, I've not even looked at like a content picture or anything like that. I have no idea what's in this new season, uh, so I'll probably be trying that um, at latest, probably tomorrow, but uh, possibly later today. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but it's still installing at the moment, um, so we'll see what comes of that. Uh, there's something else on the uh, impression side of things, or something like which I can't really talk about for impressions yet. Uh, Google Stadia. I was going to put this in the the news thing, but it's it was something I was literally on my way to trying today, but didn't get time to do so. Uh, Google Stadia is offering two months um, a free trial, obviously because people are at home and and all that sort of thing at the moment. Um, are you going to give this a try, possibly, Google Stadia? No, I have no interest in that. I mean, if I'm going to drop two hundred bucks on an unproven tech, I might as well just drop three hundred and finally get around and buy a Switch. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I mean, cause it's on a free trial at the moment. Google, Google Stadia. So. Well, you still gotta buy the hardware. No, I think you can kind of. Can't you just log in from, uh, like a laptop or something? I think well, you can I, do that. That I don't know. Okay. Um. But, but. Yeah, I just I have no interest in it. Okay, I, I'm I'm not gonna like you know keep it or whatever. I just I literally just want to see if it works, kind of thing. Uh, so I'll, I'll try that out possibly tomorrow. So that's that as well. But yeah, if you're interested in Google Stadia at all, uh, it's on a two-month free trial at the moment, so you can uh, go and check that out. But I didn't. I literally just completely ran out of time today to uh, to do that. Cause obviously, we were doing my sword and walking dead and stuff. Um, speaking of content, um, yeah, let's go into some housekeeping because I'm done with the impression stuff. That's pretty much what I've been playing. So uh, yeah, let's go into some housekeeping. See you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. 
back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, as I just kind of mentioned, uh, Westworld, of course, a new episode this week, Season 3, Episode 4, the podcast is out. Uh, I did have to update the podcast because it didn't upload it properly, but I did check it and the proper episode is in there for Season 3, Episode 4. So that's halfway through the uh, third season of Westworld, of course, on HBO and Sky Atlantic. Uh, so you can listen to that. Uh, me and David also today covered Season 10, Episode 15 of The Walking Dead. Uh, that's it for now. There is a 16th episode in season 10 but they haven't finished making it because of what's going on in the world so we don't know when we're going to get that episode but uh of course uh we'll be back with the 16th episode whenever that happens they've still got to finish it and then obviously release it so uh we shall see uh united cast uh there was no games for me to cover but basically i wanted to do a what's next kind of podcast of course because sports is i assume all of it is uh, suspended at the moment, like every competition, because of course you can't really meet up like that anymore, or at the moment, uh, but basically it talks about what's next, um, there's still like a quarter of this season to go, there's four different competitions to be settled, at least in England, uh, and of course there's the other leagues from the other countries, so what should they do, what happens if the season gets delayed too far, what, how does that impact next season, what do you do with promotions and relegations and qualifications and everything like that, uh, just discussed all that kind of stuff, so not just to do with Man United, but to do with well every single club in the world uh to be honest so um got that out there so if you want to get my listen to my opinion on what i think could and should happen uh that's out there as well uh run is a new hbo show and sky comedy show that's going to be starting on sunday for hbo and wednesday uh next week wednesday uh the 15th for the uk it will be on sky comedy not sky atlantic because of course uh a lot of hbo shows end up on sky atlantic but this is a comedy series so it's on sky comedy next wednesday uh but it's called run it stars uh domino gleason and uh merritt weaver from unbelievable who was incredible last year on that tv show uh are you familiar with uh phoebe Waller-Bridge from fleabag no no, uh, she's in the show as well as a recurring character, and she's also an executive producer as well. So uh, I'm going to be back with that next week. But I did, I did a, a season preview podcast as a mini series as well, which means that there won't be a, a dedicated iTunes feed. It will basically be in the main entertainment talk feed and in the TV talk feed. So have a look out for that, and of course on the website as well. Uh, two Let's Play Sundays episodes this week, one for Dreams, which is where I browse Dreams and try out different people's creations and stuff, so that was pretty fun. Another one is the Resident Evil 3 remake demo. Um, this was actually from the demo, and the reason I wanted to use that one is because that's actually me taking on Nemesis for the first time. Of course I did see him in the main game, but you do see him in the demo uh, and everything like that, and uh, that was basically my entire first ever experience with facing nemesis i'd never like seen any of him before so i didn't know what it was like so if you want to see me take on nemesis uh, let's play sunday's episode for resident evil 3 remake is on the website as well and that was the let's play sunday's episode skip of course resident evil 3 remake review uh if you want to listen to that and check that out it does have a spoiler free section at the start so you can listen to that as well uh random gaming talk we did a bonus episode last week uh it was me and barry on the episode i just wanted to uh talk about talk to talk to him about games just have a little chat about games we didn't do any news on the episode because of course we did it already that week um but we talked about the final fantasy 7 remake last of us 2 which about an hour after i posted it got delayed we'll talk about that in a minute and talked about Resident Evil 3. That was the day before the game came out. So uh, we talked about that as well. And talked about a bunch of other games as well. So if you want to listen to me and Barry just kind of chatting about games. There's that as well. Better Call Saul last week has Season 5 Episode 7. Tomorrow we will be covering Season 5 Episode 8. So look out for that on Thursday. Zoe's podcast playlist doing a um, 
podcast watch along uh, kind of catch up episode season one episode five for zoe's extraordinary playlist if you want to watch that on the in the uk uh, it's available on all four and it's an nbc show in the us so you can go and check it out presumably on their app or something like that uh, and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's move into some news We should probably talk about some of the big stuff first here, um, which I'm going to consider to be, well, we got the reveal of a PlayStation 5 controller. Uh, we have some information on different things about it. If I grab my screenshots, which I've got in here. Um, I'm looking at the thing right now, the, the white version of it. Some people have made a mock-up of the um, an all-black version of the controller. But um, what do you think of the PS5 controller? Uh, it's an odd shape. Uh, am I weird in thinking that the D-pad is really recessed? What does that mean? Uh, below the surface. Because like, if you look at the uh, D-pad now for both the PlayStation controller and the Xbox controller, the D-pad is above the main casing, but this looks like the D-pad is underneath the main casing and the buttons are just sticking there. Yeah, it kind of looks a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the controller? Uh, I like the design for the most part. Um, it's weird that they're still going with that big-ass center button between. Um, not really quite sure where they're going with that. Um, but it does look like that fans out for some reason. Uh, the memes have already started, which are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, my two favorite ones, uh, there's one where it's got a... Uh, rebel soldier trooper only it's got the controller instead of his helmet that one was pretty funny uh the other one that i liked a lot was it was that old episode of uh the simpsons where homer simpson's staring into the mirror and he's looking at himself but the mirror reflection that he sees is like really buff and ripped and sexy and so his face is the playstation controller and the sexy face is the elite controller okay all right um yeah i it looks Alright, um, it looks a lot, lot better in black. I will say that. It it looks genuinely quite weird with the, the white and the black uh, mm-hmm. mixture of colours. It may, it just makes the whole thing look so much different. If it, For those of you that are listening, if you've not seen this controller in black, go and have a look at it. It's it's way, way better. Um, do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It does look better in yeah. black. Yeah. There's a lot of shine on the image that they released. A lot mm. of glare. Yeah, on, on the white one, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you got the trackpad thing in the middle. Um, is that what it's called? Not the trackpad, the, the touchpad button. The touchpad, yeah, yeah. I'm not quite it's called. Uh, sure. It has got an official name, but it's it's touch something or other. Um, you can see the blue light kind of behind the button, if you will, uh, or sort of like to the sides of it. Um, for the most part, it looks usually the same. You know, the two analog sticks are in the same place. Um, they didn't fix the triggers, which is a bit annoying. Um it hasn't got like the backwards part of it because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I put the controller down on the bed and it hits the L2 button, it comes up with the voice control thing mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, and that's 
kind of annoying when that happens. Uh, so they haven't fixed that. It wasn't like a problem per se, just a bit annoying. Um, obviously, it's got USB-C, hasn't it? Um, still got the yeah. PlayStation button, which looks a bit different. It's the actual logo and not um, like a circular kind of button. Uh, they did say as well this thing's got a built-in mic. There's a yeah, there's a little microphone sim- symbol just below the PlayStation button. There's a little button in between them as well. I'm assuming that's a mute button, maybe. If you want to just mute it's them. a it's a built-in microphone. So yeah, there's I mean there's a there's a button just above that little microphone symbol. I'm assuming that's maybe some sort of mute button because then above that button is the actual PlayStation button itself. Um, so I'm assuming that's maybe maybe that will like turn orange if you press it or or something uh in case you want to mute yourself uh mute mute the controller on that um what else have you got so let me go through some of the features of this built-in mic uh the dual it's called the dual sense by the way not the dual shock 5 which a lot of people assumed it would be called which made sense dual shock 5 you know you've had one two three and four for playstation one two three and four um but they've decided to change that. Uh, the DualSense includes a built-in microphone array, which lets players quickly jump into chats without the use of a headset. Uh, I mean, that's kind of useful. But to be honest, if you're going to be gaming online, which I have a lot of experience with now, um, you're probably going to be using a headset which has got a microphone on it. But I do kind of appreciate having a microphone on the controller. Because uh, it's probably better than a lot of the... like earphones that that people have got um because cause i've used a couple of different pairs of earphones and been told i've been like far too quiet so this will probably be a better version of those um yeah what do you think of the controller having like a built-in microphone uh i'm not a big fan just because i i do do some gaming but i almost never have my mic in right i always want to have my mic not in and that's not a big selling point for me so okay uh you got haptic haptic sorry feedback haptic feedback advanced rumble adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play such as the slow grittiness of driving a car through mud this is something we talked about a few months ago they said about like okay if you're holding a bow and arrow or something you'll feel like the tension of the bowstring or if you're using a gun or yeah driving a car and you're skidding skidding across mud or dirt or whatever you're doing um i think that could be kind of interesting maybe depends on how well each game kind of does that but what do you think of the haptic feedback feature uh it'll be interesting to see once it's in use i mean that's yeah. one of those things that we really won't know until much much later so right and it, i think that's even one of them things where like even if you're shown a demonstration of it you'll need to try it yourself in order to have that actual feel of the thing in, in, you know, the vibration in your hand through the controller. So, we'll see how that works. Uh, Adaptive triggers. The L2 and R2 buttons use adaptive triggers so players can truly feel the tension of your actions like when drawing a bow, uh, yeah, bow and arrow thing. That's what I kind of talked about before. So, they're kind of tied into that. Uh, Create button. Uh, DualShock 4's share button uh, has been replaced by a create button which will help users... Um, which will help players create epic gameplay content to share with the world. I think that's pretty much going to be the same button. You can basically Twitch stream from there. You can take screenshots. You can record just manual gameplay. 
uh, and stuff like that. Um, and then obviously you can share clips through that share button and stuff. I use that quite a lot, obviously, for my uh, Let's Play Sundays episodes um, and to Twitch stream and stuff. Because basically, if, for me, if you hold that button down, uh, it will come up with like a broad, broadcast gameplay option. You can click on Twitch from there. And I think YouTube as well and stuff like that. So I'm pretty much expecting the same features, but maybe there'll be some different stuff there as well. Um, what do you think of that? The create button? Yeah, it doesn't I already have that on the, the PlayStation 4 controller with the uh, share much. button that just ties right into Twitch. So Yeah, pretty much. So Unless it's going to have some like new stuff, it's basically going to be kind of the same. Um, but I don't mind the name change. It doesn't really do too much whatever uh ergonomic sony changed the angle of the controller's hand triggers uh, and adapted uh updated sorry the grip for the dual sense to reach a comfortable level to suit to sort uh suitable for all hand sizes uh, nintendo this is something that you need to do because the joy cons are awful uh and i can no longer use them but um yeah we'll see how that kind of works with the change in the the size and shape and all that sort of stuff so We've got that. Uh, charging and battery. DualSense appears to use a USB-C port, which the Switch uses. Uh, and Sony says they um, took thoughtful consideration into ways to maintain a strong battery life. That's one of the bigger complaints of the PlayStation 4 controller is the battery life. And, uh, yeah. Well, how, how do you feel about you know the battery life and stuff on the PS4 controller? Uh, well, I've always been... Um a fan of the xbox where you can either buy secondary batteries or replace you know bad batteries i mean some people give microsoft crap but i've never liked a non-replaceable integral battery yeah i mean i wouldn't care if they decided to um you know make it replaceable but make it proprietary as a battery because generally in batteries you uh have um you know the same thing you know batteries a battery you can have different variants of quality but it's still a battery. Um, but not being able to replace it at all is an issue with me because you know if it fails, then you got to replace the whole controller. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's the next step for the next generation. We've seen the controller now, uh, kind of exciting. You know, I do think it looks a lot better in black. Uh, obviously, once we go through several years, there'll be loads of different versions of the controller. You know, blue, purple, red, black. Um, all, all different colors so mm-hmm. um yeah any last thoughts on the controller i mean it's kind of you know a, a simpler thing to reveal obviously we don't know what the console looks like yet which is the next step for me for for, for, for sony to do so um it's just kind of weird like the way they just here it is random tuesday well for them morning for me afternoon um yeah and just kind of released it so i mean this is this is pushing more of the conversation about like okay why e3 is losing Revelance as well um, with, with the way you can just okay here's a picture of the controller here's a few bits pieces of information done and that's your Tuesday basically so um, yeah what, what do you think of them just revealing it just randomly like that uh, if they'd done that with the uh, um, console the looks of the console then I would see that as some way of like trying to uh, you know, uh, um, upstage uh, Microsoft with their inside Xbox thing, but you know they didn't, so that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, dislike it. I mean, it's okay. It's just it was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and there was a couple of posts about like, oh, you'll you'll see the PS5 console in the upcoming months. So I guess we just got to wait a bit later for that. 
Uh, speaking of Sony and sticking with Sony for a bit, um, after I did literally an hour after I did that podcast with Barry, uploaded it, and in an hour went by, or roughly that amount of time, um, and we talked about Last of Us 2 on that podcast as well, talked about our expectations and just a bit more about the game as well, uh, the game was delayed. Uh, as well as I am Iron Man VR, of course, both upcoming PlayStation exclusive games. Uh, Sony is issuing refunds for both on the PlayStation Store. Uh, Last of Us 2 has been removed from the PlayStation Store, so that I guess you can't go and pre-order it because it's been delayed and there's no release date set. Um, and I'm not sure if they've done the, this. I'm not sure if they've removed Iron Man VR from the PlayStation Store, but I know that they have with Last of Us 2. Uh, apparently, the, what's going on with this is that the game is basically done. Was some of the comments I saw from Neil Druckmann is like, okay, this isn't to do with like, okay, the game's not ready. The game's pretty much done, which tells me it's about ninety nine or ninety five percent done. There's maybe some bits and pieces to iron out. But what I've heard is this is more to do with obviously because of what's going on in the world, um, them getting this game like printed and shipped. Like physically and stuff is just kind of I guess too much at the moment because like handling like literally hand handling the the game and like printing the game on disc and stuff. Um, so it's unfortunate. It's annoying. Of course, the game was due out yeah end of next month. Um, what do you think of this situation? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a bummer for everybody that's a fan of the series and the game. Obviously, they expect this delay to be seriously. Uh, lengthy if they're canceling and refunding uh pre-orders yeah um makes you kind of wonder how much of a state of ready it was actually in hmm yeah i mean cause it, because the, the game hadn't like gone gold yet that was probably going to happen three weeks to a month's time was it usually it's usually about two weeks before launch or about three weeks before launch the game goes gold so i think it was probably about due to to have that happen because um, they didn't say it was because done is like gone gold isn't it they said it was almost done so it hadn't quite gone gold yet um but it it kind of makes sense from the you know you got you got to actually print these things on discs make all the discs put them in packaging ship that off send that to you know amazon warehouses and different places and obviously i mean things like you know gamestop and that are closed at the moment uh but you can still have like um done this through amazon and stuff but obviously you couldn't do that because again the, the handling stuff is uh not going ahead right now um mm-hmm. so it's it's unfortunate it's annoying obviously we'll, we will get the game eventually uh once people start staying at home and stop spreading this thing um but uh yeah I, iron man vr was sort of the, the the quieter one delayed from here i think you know it's obviously not as anticipated as last of us 2 because that's pretty hard to uh match up to unless you're maybe cyberpunk 2077 or something um but that was game was delayed as well i think that was due out um, soon, some point soon. I can't remember the exact date, but that was due out soon. So it's annoying. It's unfortunate. Um, but uh, I'm sure we'll get the game eventually and uh, see where things go. But um, it 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 kind of makes sense, you know, the whole handling thing and printing the disc and that. So, but uh, they did release some new screenshots from the game. Did you see those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game this game looks incredible. Um, graphically, there was that one shot with I think it's Joel and Ellie. Like, and there was this like sunset coming over this particular location. I don't know where it is, obviously. Uh, that looked really good. Uh, what do you think of the screenshots that we had? Yeah, the screenshots look really good, but it's a screenshot, so you can right. you know make it still render it out, ramp it up to infinity, and make it look awesome. Yeah. It's a screenshot. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the game looks. 
incredible. I'm still very excited for it. Obviously, this doesn't change my excitement because it's got nothing to do with the uh, quality of the game. So, uh, we shall just have to wait a little bit longer. So, uh, But speaking of release date, Sony has said that Ghost of uh, Tsushima should keep it to release date. Um, the thing for that with me is... Okay, if this game was due to come out after The Last of Us, but not that far out from The Last of Us 2, rather... Um, how would, how would Ghost keep its release date but not The Last of Us? I don't quite get that. Because they're not yeah. like, they're not, I mean, Cyberpunk's out in September. That's months away from these two. Whereas these two are about a month within each other. Because uh, it's like May 29th and June 20-something or other. So within about a month of that game. And given it's from, not the same development studio, obviously. You've got Sucker Punch and you've got Naughty Dog. But they're both from Sony. Um... But I, I don't see a reason how Ghost would keep its date, but Last of Us wouldn't. Um, any any ideas? Any thoughts? No, I don't see how it would keep its date as well, unless it was done, ready to go gold, and it was just being held back um, to make sure it came out after Last of Us 2, which would make no sense to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. don't know about that. I, I don't know why they kind of came out and said that because these games are pretty close together I mean the, the only game that's coming out relatively soon that's going to come out is Final Fantasy 7 because some people are actually playing it like right now uh, and mm-hmm. the game comes the game comes out in two days it's been shipped already and all that sort of thing um, so uh, we shall see but I, I don't think that Ghost is going to come out in June I think that's probably going to be later uh, so we shall see uh, speaking of Cyberpunk 2077 um, CD Projekt Red has said that it should and shouldn't be delayed and it should keep it September release date. Um, I think this is probably more likely. You know, things hopefully would have dramatically calmed down if not finished by September. I would have hoped so because we're only in April at the moment. Um, what do you think for Cyberpunk? Do you think that's going to hit September? Yeah, I think that'll be fine because they were mostly done with the game anyway. It was supposed to come out now, but then they uh, pushed it back. So that that makes me think that it's you know they're just polishing up stuff, which is easy enough to do, especially if uh, uh, you know you're working from home. Mm. Yeah. Which they said they they made an announcement earlier saying they were you know working from home on that. So. Yeah, yeah, because it was supposed to come out. Uh, yeah, basically next week Thursday, which would have been the sixteenth, um, but it's obviously coming out in September. I mean, I mean, I think by that, I mean. Because uh, we've already talked before a few times about, okay, will, will the PS5 and the Xbox Series X be delayed? Both of us have kind of said, like, possibly or probably not. And then obviously you've got the situation where even if the economy gets back on its feet by July, August, September, that sort of, or some people get back on their feet by that point, some people still won't have. Um, and, well, I mean, even, even if people are struggling money-wise still, it's a lot easier to buy a video game than it would be a $500 console. So... I think what I think what could potentially happen is if you have the August September months, that's maybe when Ghost and Last of Us and Cyberpunk can come out around the same time. Not like all at the same time. That would be kind of stupid. Uh, and obviously Sony wouldn't release two exclusives on like the same day. But around that kind of early fall or autumn period, like like we like to call it over here, um, if those games still kind of come out, but then the PS5 and the Xbox Series X get delayed till like I don't know March or something, maybe. Um, what, what do you think is the likely scenario with those things? Uh, honestly, I've never really been of the opinion that uh, the 
PS5 is going to come out at all this year. Yeah. And I know I'm not alone on that. We talked about that last week. Um, as for anything else, who knows anymore? I've given up trying to figure things out. <laughs> yeah. So we will just have to wait next couple of months to see how things go out. Uh, what else do we have here? Already, re- already mentioned Stadia, PS5 controller, Ghosts, Last of Us, Iron Man, Resident Evil 3 review. Um, yeah, that's all the news and stuff that I've got. Some big things this week, some big delays, big uh, controller reveals. Um, and uh, there we go. But uh, what do you have to talk about this week? Uh, well, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, it's been previous generation since uh, GTA 5 came out. And everybody's assuming that there's going to be a GTA 6. Um, in an Instagram live video, uh, Sean Fonteno, I think that's how you say, who voices Franklin in the series, uh, was with uh, um, Ned Luke, who voiced Michael DeSanta, saying that there's nothing on that, that anything that you've seen rumor-wise on GTA 6 is completely false. Um, just basically squashing, and I haven't really seen that many rumors on it. Um, they're just completely squashing it. So, okay, so basically saying it's not in development. Correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think GTA Six is in development at this point. I don't know how you would go because it was seven years ago, wasn't it? Um, GTA, yeah. GTA Five to twenty thirteen because it was one of the last games of the last generation, PS three three sixty generation. Um. I, I, I don't know, I, I mean, if, if like, nothing has been done on GTA 6, like, no writing or, like, anything, I would be quite surprised, um, and any kind of development, I, I don't know, I don't know how you would go, I mean, obviously they've had, um, you know, Red Dead since then, and they've had, what was the other game? It's just been Red Dead 2? Yeah, it's just oh, been my, Red Dead 2. Yeah, that's crazy, uh, but obviously GTA 5 has been selling crazy for seven years, basically. Uh, so they've obviously been fine on that, and Red Dead Two's done really, really well. Not as red, not as well as um, GTA Five, but it has done really, really well. Of course, it got it had that like seventeen million number, and then it went up dramatically from there. Uh, I can't remember the last month, last mem- number that we had for uh, Red Dead Two, but um, I don't know. Do you think anything has been done with GTA Six? I'm sure something's been done. I really couldn't tell you what exactly, but something would have had to have been done. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of stage, like writing something? or A little bit of writing, maybe some possible storyboarding, but that's about it. Okay, so no actual, like, computer development, if that doesn't sound I, stupid? They might be, they might fiddle with, uh, you know, some graphics, and they might fiddle with some gameplay, but when you think about it, they're making so much money and doing so much with the online that they can take their time. Yeah. They don't, they're yeah. not in any rush. Mm-hmm. at all of any kind so yeah um what's your kind of anticipation level if we let's say the ps5 series x generation we get a gta 6 uh i mean i've played so little of the gta 5 story that um i've barely gotten into it and okay. then i mean i play the online from time to time but that's about it because that's one of them like big massive industry games that often changes the game like it has you know, really, really big interaction kind of stuff, and especially like the way you can interact with people in Red Dead Two, and and yeah, there could be some really incredible stuff with that. So we mm-hmm. shall see. But I, I, I don't think that nothing has been done on GTA Six. That would really surprise me. But I kind of agree with you that um, at least some kind of storyboarding or writing, or at least ideas, 
must have been shared around. I mean, this is GTA. This isn't like something that you just kind of don't... I mean, they've been doing things with GTA. Obviously, they've been adding to the online stuff. But for the like next instalment, um, I would be surprised if nothing at all has been done. So, we shall just see. It's good, probably going to be at least another couple of years um, before we see anything on the game. So, um, what, what do you think is a likely kind of time frame to see anything with that? Like, late next generation, possibly? At least, at a minimum. Yeah, yeah, for when we, like, see... It, it, it could maybe be, like, one of those last PS5 or Series X games, possibly. So, we shall see. Obviously, that would be, what, six, eight, maybe ten years from now, or something. If, so. if we see anything before 2022, I would be absolutely floored. Okay. Completely floored. We'll see how things go. Uh, are they still, they're still updating Red Dead Online, aren't they? But just not as much... Uh, well, see, the problem with Red Dead Online is that when you limit it to a uh, Western, uh, Western, you, you limit a lot of stuff. Like yeah. with GTA Online, you got the casinos and you got the flying cars and you got the laser tanks and all that stuff. I mean, technically, you could do that in Red Dead Online. You just don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you gonna like ride a flying horse or something? Like it, like it, you know. Um, See, always... then you take because that's just a Pegasus, and now you're in the fantasy world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of strips away the Western kind of stuff for it. Um, mm. So we shall see what the future holds for. Uh, oh, I said Rocksteady, uh, Rockstar, of course. So, uh, but what else do you want to talk about today? Well, you remember a couple of podcasts back, I mentioned that they were doing a uh, specially uh, branded uh, NVIDIA graphics card for PCs for Cyberpunk. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, well, something that wasn't mentioned in the article was that they were not uh, going to be out for commercial sale, which I did not know. Uh, there was less than 200 of these made, and most were given away uh, for free in an NVIDIA competition a few months back. Um, and they've been out for a little bit now, and everybody that doesn't want them or is not keeping them is immediately throwing them on eBay. Now, this was already an expensive graphics card to begin with. On a base retail, uh, NVIDIA RTX 2080 Ti was going for about $1,500, $1,600. Uh, guess what they're going for on eBay? I've no idea. Um, $5,000. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they're going for five grand. That's what happens when you buy something popular and try to uh, make a lot of money off it. I mean, it's like with... Um... It's kind of really odd to compare this way, but toilet roll was going for a lot on eBay. <laughs> well, that's because ago. people are stupid. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, when you sell something that's uh, apparently more valuable than other things, uh, people tend to sell things for. It. I mean, it's like with uh, what's it? PS4s that have got PT on it still, because mm-hmm. of course you can't download that. Like you can't literally, da- you literally cannot download that onto a new PS4 or one that if you have it, whether it's a new or an old PS4. You can't now go and download PT. You haven't been able to for years. So it, it, this is sort of along the lines of that, isn't it? Where like, okay, this is either unavailable for you know download in whatever way, or it's just something that's just incredibly valuable. So it makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, because I've I've looked online for like uh, not to go and buy one, just to see prices of PS4s that do have PT, and they've gone for like a thousand dollars or like few hundred dollars and that's for like the base model for ps4 just with pc on it so there you go but uh what are your thoughts on this then uh well like i've 
we said something's only worth what somebody's willing to talk about. Mm. And it's not like you're buying a piece of fluff or a shoe that was worn by a famous actor or something like that. This is literally a very, very high-end graphics card. Very high-end. Um, you know, the 2080 Ti is literally the most expensive graphics card you can buy right, right now. Um, and, and it's not surprising that it's going for that much. It's just one of those things that um, it would be nice if I had that. But I don't. But people do, so more power to them. Yep, yep. If this is something that you want and you can afford it and you're not hurting anybody, then uh, it's all yours, I suppose. So, uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, there was an odd interview that got uh, retracted. So, uh, Ali, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I apologize. Salei, um, he is an engineer for Crytek. And he was doing a interview with a Persian site, Vigitao, I think. It's V-I-G-I-T-A-O, so I have no idea. Um, uh, but there was a claim that the PS5 was easier to program for than the Series X. Um, some of those quotes are now archived on Reset Era and Tom's Guide. But this was a translation from a Farsi interview. Um, the interview, had, like I said, has been fir- uh, pulled. Uh, and the aforementioned Twitter user most recently said that he does not confirm the content of the interview anymore due to personal reasons, which I'm curious as I'll get out about what does that mean exactly. Hmm. Um, and I didn't see the interview because, like I said, it was pulled, and I don't feel the need to go that deep into it. Right. Uh, and as for what's easier and not easier to uh, um, program for, I have no way of knowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, people say things they don't mean on the internet and stuff, and uh, interviews do get pulled, and tweets get deleted, and, and all sorts of things. Um, and plus it was translated into a different language, so there's always a chance of something not being right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's a possibility that that was the case as well. Uh, you know, if he said something he didn't mean to, or broke an embargo, or... I mean, this doesn't really sound like an embargo-breaking kind of thing, um, but... Uh, yeah, well, so with the PS5, it might be because could be, yeah. I mean, we we still don't know what the console looks like, so maybe they're not allowed to talk about how you can program or not program on it. Yeah, yeah, could be to do with that as well. Um, that could also give hints that he knows what the thing looks like. I'm just trying to guess. I'm not trying to say he does or doesn't know, whatever. Uh, I haven't got a clue what this guy knows because um, I don't actually know who the person is. But um, yeah, like I said, people say things out of context or mistranslated or tweets get deleted and th- these things tend to happen. So, um, yeah, as long as by the end of, by the time the consoles come out, we know the situation with different things. Uh, I mean, I've heard from all sorts of different people that like, oh, no, this, this is why the PS5 is more powerful. No, this is why the Series X is more powerful. No, this is why the PS5 is more able to do this and that. And then someone else will say this is why the Series X is more able to do this and that. So it's all very, like back and forth with, with these two consoles at the moment. I don't know who knows the definitive answers to everything. Obviously some things have still been kept under wraps like the look of the actual console itself, uh, the PS5. Um, but we're just in that period of the industry where people are tweeting about like, oh I heard this about the PS5 and it means that it's miles better than the Series X and then someone else on Twitter or wherever will say, oh but I heard about this from a developer and it's worse on this or that or whatever so um yeah I, I think for the most part it's about 
I don't know, trusting sources and uh, just seeing who says what and who's actually verified to say what and all that sort of all, all that sort of stuff. So uh, we're we're, we're going to be getting this probably for a couple of months at least. As oh, okay. easy. Yeah, this is why this one's better. But no, this is why this one's better. And then other other than the people who are actually making the console, like someone like Mark Cerny, um, actually know what's inside this PS5 or or inside the Series X. Uh, then other people, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't know. Or maybe they've been fed misinformation. Just depends. So uh, there you go. Anything else you want to add to this? Uh, no, it's just one of those things that I always look for information and then you never really know what's going to go on with it. So, Yep, yep. Uh, cool, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, yesterday, uh, as as the time of the recording, uh, April 7th, we had an inside at Xbox drop with it's a whole lot of stuff. today, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the, in, the inside was on the 7th. The 7th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got a whole lot of information coming out of that. I'll give you just a brief uh, recap. Uh, we got a look at uh, Grounded, which we saw at some other conference that they did. Basically, was it XO19? Shrunk... I think. Yeah, I think it was XO19. You're shrunk down, basically bug size, and then you got to survive in a uh, um, bug little world. Mm-hmm. A really interesting game. It looks like it's kind of a survival base building thing. Um, I'm definitely that's definitely on my radar of something that I want to play at some point. Uh, we got our first look at uh, Gears Tactic. So um, now we, and they, that's available for pre-order right now on the store. So if you're interested in that, that's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, some games coming to uh, um, Game Pass. We got uh, a look at the controller. We got uh, Project X Cloud being added to multiple countries. Um, they listed like 14 more countries that that's coming to. So, um, which is really cool. Um, and. And yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff. It's one of those things that's it's a lot easier to watch and see than to try to go through mm-hmm. on it. But uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, grounded for me when I saw that game. I remember making that kind of comment. It wasn't really a negative comment. It was more just a kind of personal observation that Microsoft seems to be going more for these stylized games as opposed to sort of um, photorealistic kind of live action games like a you know, I, I was kind of basically saying at the time I want more things like a Gears or a Halo or a Hellblade as opposed to more kind of State of Decay or Cuphead kind of game, more more of those sort of stylized kind of games. Not not specifically knocking those, but I want more of the other genre uh, or the other type of games from Microsoft um, when they did the XO19 thing. Um, I mean, Grounded looks it looks good. Like I didn't have any problems with it, but for me, when it comes to like those like building games or sort of survival games i want an end game um with that like it's i'll I'll do all the building stuff and and everything like that but i want the if that like feeds into a story that has a conclusion then i'll probably give it um a good shot or whatever that's why i haven't messed around with things like you know minecraft or whatever because you build in minecraft and then and then what do you do Uh, and things like no man's sky as well i've heard no man's sky kind of has an ending, but not really, because uh, that, that's another game, like, okay, that looks interesting, and they've added stuff to it, and uh, they've added, like, mechs and stuff, apparently now, but, okay, what is the, I want to, all that building and all that stuff, that's great, if that stuff works really well, really great in the game, that's really good, but I want it to build to something that concludes, and then I can say I've finished that game, as opposed to just building for whatever, so, it's a bit like something, like, with the with, with the Sims, maybe, um, 
you know, you, you you build up your house, you get the characters' relationships and careers and and whatever, but you just do it for ages and ages and ages, and then I don't. Does Sims actually end? I don't think it sort of does, but I I've never like seen an ending of Sims or whatever. But do you get what I mean with those sorts of build games, like what Grounded is trying to do, those sort of survival games? I just want a concluding yeah. story that it builds towards. So, uh, yeah. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think of that? Yeah, State of Decay technically does have an end in the sense that the the main part of the game is a storied, and then yeah. once you finish the story, the game technically ends, but you can progress it from there. Um, no, Sims does not ever end. It's an endless build thing. Uh, I just checked. Uh, Gears Tactics is a full-price game. It is listed on the store at $60. Okay. Obviously, it'll be part of Game Pass, so if you want to try it out for free, you can... Uh, if they ever do like another one dollar sale, or you've already upgraded to Ultimate and have Game Pass, and you can just jump on in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll probably do the one dollar, one pound for one month or whatever. Mm-hmm. When that tends to happen, uh, I'm still getting that glitch. By the way, it says one pound for one month, and then asks me for ten. Yeah. So not sure about that because I want to play Ori at the moment. I can wait to get sent it. That's fine. But I thought like, hey, I can maybe jump in on the Game Pass and check that out but it was asking me for the 10 pounds so i didn't uh step in on that um yeah what are your thoughts on kind of gears tactics i'm not i'm not really sure at the moment well i was a big fan of xcom and xcom too so at some point i'll probably try it my uh ultimate thing ran out so i had to drop back down to regular gold but i'm okay. sure it'll be on sale at some point but it's not out yet it's just a, a open for pre-order so right um, I mean, I love Gears of War. I thought five was excellent. I thought one, I thought all of them were were, were, were really great. Basically, um, five was my game of the year last year. Like I said in the uh, Best and Worst of 2019 podcast, um, I'm just not sure how I will take to a more tactics strategy sort of game as opposed to a, you know third person cover based shooter. Uh, it might be something that I like. It's just a case of waiting and seeing and, and trying it out. But, um, I mean, I, I definitely won't really play the Funko Pop uh, Gears of War game. That's definitely not something I'm going to try. But uh, I did try that for a bit. It's it's not bad. It's just not great. Okay. It's just not something I want, really. So, uh, but Gears Tactics, yeah, if it's got, like, a you know good story and it, it does some, some good stuff with the characters and that. Uh, that could be quite good, but mainly I'm just looking forward to whenever. I mean, it's going to be years away yet, but Gears of War Six, of course, whenever mm-hmm. that's going to happen, because I really did enjoy Five and where they took the story. So, uh, especially as they they basically ended the game after Gears of War Three, but then Four had a um, oh, what what was Episode Seven called of Star Wars? Uh, why can't I think of it? For Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, Episode. Why can't I think of the name of that? Um, yeah, because Force Unleashed was the game. Force Awakens, I think, Episode 7. It sort of had one of them kind of things where you had new characters introduced, like Kate and uh, Jack and some new characters. But then the old characters kind of returned as well, and it was this, like, mm-hmm. passing of the torch legacy kind of thing. Um, so I, I quite liked that for 4, and I wasn't really anticipating that they would, you know, make 4, and then obviously they went and did 5, and the, this this new trilogy is still really great for uh, for Gears of War so I'm looking forward to that but we'll see if I like uh, Gears of War Tactics I'm looking for more of those kinds of games but they've really got to be specific for me uh, yeah the gameplay that I did see from Tactics it's not nearly as turtly as most uh, isometric uh, shooters are because okay. um, they do they said there's a thing called momentum to where 
you, if you do like an execution kill that's that equivalent from gears, then you get an extra turn. So you can just kind of blitz forward with it. Okay, cool. Um, what other games were there? You already said some stuff about um, Grounded. Um, yeah, uh, any other thoughts on that? No, I mean, it's definitely a game that I'm going to play at some point because I am a big fan of those games. It's got a real look to it. Mm -hmm. um, it does have a story because there's uh, something mysterious going on in that size of the world that you're in because basically you're in your backyard. Right. But there are things going on with it, so. Hmm. Does it look kind of Bugs Life Toy Story-esque, would you say? Yeah, very much so. Cool, I'm into that. That sounds good. Uh, it's been years since I've seen Bugs Life. Obviously, I kind of recently saw the uh, all the Toy Stories again for classic reviews and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm into that kind of thing. Would you say? I mean, how, how much have you seen of Moss? Because I kind of described that as like a small. Yeah, game. I saw I uh, saw about the first five ten minutes of it. It's it's different artistically, right? But it's kind of in the same ballpark. Hmm. Okay, so we'll see what that's like. Uh, what was the third game that you said? Uh, Hotline Miami got a release on that. It's a collection of all the different Hotline games, so that's going to be on the on the Xbox One here in a bit. Okay, is that that's a Game Pass thing? I, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. um, right. It doesn't say specifically, but I don't think it's a Microsoft-owned uh, uh, developer, so I don't know. Otherwise, it would have probably been on there already. Right. Right. Uh, anything else from this insider? Because I did actually, unfortunately, miss it. So that's why Robert's got the recap and stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of stuff that they talk about. Nothing that really caught my eye enough to say, okay, I want to see more of that. But you know, okay. also it was weirdly choppy. My uh, my stream was constantly lagging out. It was weird because I've never had that happen before. Hmm. Yeah, there's some bandwidth stuff going on in the world at the moment. It might be to do with that. Because uh, like like I said with the. Uh, Westworld podcast earlier, it was like uploading really a lot slower than usual. So, yeah, we'll see how that plays out over the next length of time. Um, so yeah, should we move on from that? Talk about some other yeah. stuff? Cool. Yeah, we can move on. Well, the last thing we have to talk about is uh, obviously last week was April Fools. Um, we mm -hmm. didn't see a whole lot of pranks because not everybody was in a fun kind of jokey mood. No, uh, there really. is one that I wanted to talk about, which was actually absolutely hilarious. Um, are you familiar with the streamer Sweet Anita? I'm not. I might recognize her if I like see her, but that name doesn't come to mind. Uh, she lives in the UK. She's been streaming for quite a while. Probably her most notable thing is that she has Tourette's. So occasionally, you know, she'll just blurt out, blurt out some words. And she's sure. had a couple of bands because obviously you can't control what you say and some bad things come out, hmm. but she's never gotten like big, big trouble over it because of, you know, that she does have Tourette's. Yeah. Well, she decided to pull a prank and tweeted out that she created an OnlyFans page. And for people that don't know, OnlyFans is a, um, content provider site that tends to be more on the adult nature. Yeah. So, um, I won't go much into that. If you can't figure that out, then I can't help you. <laughs> but anyway, she tweeted out that she created an OnlyFans page and tweeted out the link, and the link was to a SoundCloud page that played the Jabated song, and I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of fun. And a lot of people clicked on that link, too, because like five hours later, she tweeted out a picture of that link, and it had almost 40,000 hits on that page. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, not a lot of people were in the mood this year, obviously, for uh, April Fool's. And, I mean, it, it gets to that point when, like, okay, if something weird gets announced, you know it's April Fool's anyway. Um, there, there's very few things you can probably tweet out or put out on in into the world on April Fool's that are April Fool's jokes that you can get away with that people won't go, okay, that's April Fool's. Because everybody knows. Everybody knows. Um... But yeah, didn't really see anywhere near as much of it this year. Obviously, people are a little bit more upset with what's going on in the world, which is understandable. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if someone you know still tried to have some fun on that and didn't do anything harmless or didn't do anything harm- harmful rather, um, and just had a good joke, then that's that's cool. So. Yeah, and I know some gamers that are still pissed off at IGN over that prank they did over a decade ago. What what was that? They made a a super super high production value fake trailer for a Legend of Zelda movie. Okay. And I don't, I don't they got buried on that. Oh, there were so many people that were furious on that. Because I would actually like to see a Legend of Zelda movie made if it was done right. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. If someone posts that on April first, I know you're saying this was a long time ago. Everyone would know now that like, okay, this ain't real. So, well, this was uh 2008. I want to say was that, and I know some gamers that still haven't forgiven IGN for that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's the way things are sometimes. So, yeah. Uh, cool. What else do you want to talk about today? Uh, that's all I had. So, cool. All right, let's move into a couple of emails that we got here. Uh, of course, you can send in you know, your thoughts on what you're playing at the moment. Hopefully, you enjoy what you're playing at the moment because that's the idea of playing video games is that you enjoy them. Uh, so let us know thoughts on what you're playing, what you think about delays at the moment. Obviously, that's quite a big thing at the moment. Um, and everything else related to video games or just entertainment talk. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, Mike's got a bit of feedback, says, uh, I like the idea of the skip or don't skip format, it gives an upfront overall yes or no. Um, That's sort of the idea, it's more to me like, um, I've heard a lot over the last, I don't know, let's say three to five years roughly, a lot of people saying like, okay you can skip this thing or that thing, so it wasn't an entirely original idea, of course I'm not the first person to say skip or don't skip, obviously people have said that before. But I've I've heard a lot of people when they've recommended I don't know TV shows, games, or films being like, no, you can just like, okay, don't skip this. This is an unskippable like TV show. This is a must watch, must watch kind of thing. And I was just kind of thinking about it in that term of 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 of, of kind of thinking, and um, give a just gen- general kind of okay, yes or no, kind of skip or don't skip kind of idea. Um, you already gave a little bit of feedback to me on that, but uh, and you said it was a, a fairly good idea. The uh, yeah. Yeah, I like the idea. I've never understood putting a number as a rating on something. Um, unless it was like so good, you gave it like a ridiculously high number, or so bad, you give it a negative number. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, skip or don't skip, that's that's very succinct. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So Yeah. I mean, it's different with things like, let's say like Resident Evil 3 is a very good example. One of the things I mentioned in the podcast is like, okay, I'm putting this as a skip. Obviously, I don't have any nostalgia for Resident Evil because I didn't grow up playing any of them. If you are a person who's got like nostalgia for the series and are really curious to see what that game looks like, you know, in in the new engine in in 2020 and you're excited to revisit those characters and that, then you might not want to skip the game. But that's a different situation on like, okay, I don't have that experience. If I'd had the nostalgic experience towards that game... 
I might have given it something else. But because obviously it's my review, it's from my personal experience. And as a person who hadn't had that experience with the game, my recommendation was to skip it. Uh, I mean, you can do what you want. Obviously, I'm not forcing people or I can't force people to uh, skip or don't skip certain things it's just part of it's just part of the review basically so um it's it's been fun to kind of do that and it's added just a little something to uh, it, it's a way of me kind of hey instead of saying hey brand new series for something or whatever just kind of changing up slightly something that we already do so i uh, hope that kind of clears things up but uh thank you mike for the feedback for that i appreciate that as well Harry says, with close upcoming games being delayed, do you think um, games for this fall will be delayed, such as Call of Duty 2020, Cyberpunk, and FIFA 21? So he's, of course, talking about the usual holiday games that we get. Of course, Cyberpunk isn't a usual holiday game, but I get I get what Harry means about, okay, that game's out in September. The September, October, November kind of release time, I think he's talking about. You usually get a new Call of Duty, you get a new... Well, you don't get a new Assassin's Creed every year anymore. Uh, we might have one this year, but new things like, okay, the next FIFA, the next NBA, those sorts of things. Um, do you think those games will get delayed? Maybe? Possibly. I mean, it really kind of depends on the sports themselves individually and whether or not they come back. Like right. baseball over here in America should have been started a couple, three weeks ago. They're saying they might get um, set that out by May. But I think the NBA game had already released. But basketball's okay. canceled, I think. I don't know. And they might not restart it. We might not have a championship this year for basketball. I don't know what they're planning on doing. Um, uh, yeah, that's you'd never know. You know, not, not too many people are going to want to buy a football game in December. Right. I mean, I'm sure some do for like Christmas gifts, but by then the season's over. So. Yeah. I mean, because football runs from basically August till May, there's a few, you know, international breaks and all that sort of stuff, and then international tournaments. Uh, one kind of question from me is like, okay, because usually you get, you know, the, the team updates for transfers for the summer, you get the new kit updates if teams are in new stadiums, or they've changed their stadium names, or any of that sort of stuff, or change of managers, of course, as well, because the, the managers are in, uh, they don't talk or whatever, they're just sort of on the sidelines, Pep Guardiola, and, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and all that sort of stuff, all those sorts of people, uh, although Ole, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't in FIFA 20 for some reason, um, if none of those things get changed, because a new season hasn't started in August, or we're still stuck in the 19 to 20 season, and you go to release FIFA 21, and there's no new kits, no players have been transferred, no change of managers, no change of stadium because the other, the previous season is still going. Do you just say, okay, here's FIFA 21 with, okay, the same kits, same players, all that sort of stuff, but kind of making an excuse about like new gameplay features? I don't know if you can really do that. Uh, I mean, you can, obviously, EA can do <laughs> whatever they want or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, because that's usually the thing about like, oh, I get to play as you know Ronaldo's gone to Juventus. I get to play as him for my. If you're a Juventus fan, you can then use him on uh, FIFA 21. Obviously, you can just move into the move him to the team anyway. But um, do you get what I mean about that sort of stuff? Like how, how those things change for the next season. But if the next season hasn't actually started and the new kits and stuff aren't out, what would FIFA 21 actually look like would it just be kind of the same teams and that but with new gameplay stuff and like new i don't know changes to career mode changes to ultimate team they could do something like that i suppose but uh we shall see um what about something like call of duty uh i mean that really kind of depends on the studio and how much work they can get done from home 
Yeah. That's that is kind of the advantage of, of you know having really powerful computers is that maybe the company gave them authorization to take those computers that they code on home and then do all the coding and then bring like a file or something or network a file or VPN VPN a file back or VPN you know just have a, a second computer at home and then VPN to the computer that you're running the code on. There's a good lot of game development and game pro- programming that can be done from home. Um, um, obviously, things like voice acting, voice recording, mocapping, things like that can't be done at home. But that's also something that you can you can do with uh, minimal contact and uh, physical minimal human presence. You know, you don't need 200 people to mocap two guys whacking each other with swords. Um, you could probably get that done with like four or five people, and then mm. maintain the social distancing. Yeah. What other uh, annualized games are there? Mostly just sports. Yeah, sports. I shooters. mean, technically, I don't count Call of Duty as annualized, even though it comes out every year because it's three different studios that do it. Yeah. And then each studio comes out with a game every three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. in the in the literal, it's annualized, but in the actual, it's you know a three year development. So. So we shall see. Uh, but that's what we've got for you for this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you for the emails and the support and everything. Um, and we will be back next week with whatever other delays happen. Because that's, that, that's pretty much the news at the moment. But obviously we're still here to uh, give you that and tell you that. And uh, who knows? Maybe by next week we'll know what the PS5 looks like. They might tweet it out in five minutes. We, we don't know. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? We... we yeah, we could be talking about the PS5 uh, again next week, or we could be talking about something else for the Series X, or I don't know. So we shall see. But because uh, I mean, we we didn't know last week that this point next week we'll be talking about the PS5 controller. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, I mean, you kind of think like if they were gonna reveal those close together, they might as well have revealed them at the same time. So maybe it will be a bit of time before we see the PS5. Who knows? We'll wait and see. Obviously, we'll wait for Sony to speak next. Um, but there we go. So thank you all very much for listening. You can, of course, find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Uh, if you are still buying stuff on Amazon, uh, we can get some more cards of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Uh, make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes. Word of mouth, please tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed. That will help us out as well. Um, yeah, word of mouth, tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed. Social media, share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can, put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, for different streaming stuff, uh, you can watch me, Bex, and Robert. Sorry, me, Bex, and David on Twitch. Uh, Bex streams, I think, twice a day, daily now, basically. Uh, quite a lot. Check her out on uh, Trista Bytes. Uh, on Twitch, she's so streaming quite a lot at the moment. Of course, Robert also does uh, some streaming on Mixer and stuff as well. So check that out. And of course, look out for Let's Play Sundays and watch me take on the Nemesis for the first time. Uh, thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>